This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1172 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, we have a great tip from the eventing radio show's Martin Collins Weekly Trainer Tip segment by Doug Payne, author of the Riding Horse Repair Manual. Eventing radio show co-host Samantha Clark asks Doug to answer a listener question about hill work. And after that, I'll toss in my two cents. But before we get to today's tip, an important message from EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Glenn here from the Horse Radio Network, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. This week, I'm going to be featuring the MDC Super Sports Stirrup. They actually come in two styles, but basically the thing that sets these apart are the footbed. A lot of your listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with the NBC stirrup line because they're really top-of-the-line stirrups. They're the ones that have the little turny thing at the top where you can put your feet at any angle for comfort and to make your feet more correct in the stirrup. But this new one has a very wide base with non-stick aluminum padding. That base is about two and a half to three inches wide. And when you put your foot in that stirrup, you are secure. Your foot doesn't slip. You won't feel like your foot is going to slip. You really feel secure. It's great for fox hunters. Particularly, we were thinking fox hunters would love these because there's lots of good stability. And also, they come in with a flex side, the flexible hinge, which you can move your foot back and forth and you can feel that, or they come in the more traditional one without that flexible hinge for those who want a more traditional look like in the show ring. But if you're the jumpers, the fox hunters, anybody, beginners, anybody that wants a really solid feel should get these stirrups. Um, We've had trainers that got on uh, my friend's horse who has this stirrup and she said, oh my God. Where did you get these? Because they feel so good. Now, they're not inexpensive. The uh, the ones with the flexible hinges are $200, $199.95. So they are for the serious rider. But I highly recommend them, really. The minute you put your foot in them, you're going to feel completely different well, and a lot more secure. Well, and the other thing about MDC is it's top quality stuff. This is, this is the good stuff. This is uh, made to last, and it will last. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Anybody that even has, also has any kind of knee or leg issues, um, they'll find right. that these will help alleviate some of that as well. And, of course, this is the MDC Super Sport Stirrups and MDC other stirrups on there as well at equestriancollections.com. Just search for MD as in dog, C as in Charlie. And I also want to mention trail riders. They are great for riding on hilly trails, too, for that secure feel. Especially with the wider foot base, that would be, exactly. that would be good. NBC Super Sports Stirrups at EquestrianCollections.com. Well, we do have a serious question from Becky, too. She says, my horse is a long-backed, long-legged thoroughbred, that sounds familiar, who before yeah. I got him spent his life in a, um, stables or small flat paddocks as a racehorse and then with the professional rider who brought him off the track. 
He now lives with me in a steep, hilly part of New Zealand and he really struggles trotting and cantering downhill and we have to ride up and down some serious hills. He gets off balance and on his forehand, making running downhill very uncomfortable. If I use more leg, he goes faster and falls more on his forehand and if I increase the contact to try and hold him together, he leans on me. Obviously not ideal if you have a downhill jump coming up. I'm currently only doing pre-training eventing, which is 80 centimetres, so the jumps are so small it's not a big problem yet, but definitely something I want to improve. I'd love to hear some training tips for improving balance riding downhill, please. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think that's a very common problem, and, and not only uh, in New Zealand, although from what I understand, it's a beautiful country with lots and lots of hills, um, but I think the many people throughout the U.S. and U.K., I'm sure with X racehorses, all sort of encounter the same sort of issues. Um, and I do think it's very important. Uh, I might be in the minority here, but from sort of day one that, that horses uh, come to our place, um, at least twice a week, we'll take them out uh, trotting and cantering on as much terrain as we can find. Um, you know, the babies, it, it might be a very, very informal sort of just trotting and canning around. And of course, as they move on in their career, it would be more formal galloping and conditioning. So I think getting them out on terrain, A, is, is the very best thing, as most, you know, as frequent as you can. Um, and it would be even better, I think, if you could turn them out on a, a field that has some hill. But if you're not sort of blessed with uh, any sort of terrain at the farm that you have, um, the, the sort of your next best thing is is obviously to try and ship to a place where you can present your horse with these challenges and it sounds like she's got a place that she could ride um and i think ultimately a horse for them to become better balanced they need to learn how to further engage or bring their hind end underneath their body and uh and start to carry um a little bit more weight on their hind end and that may allows them to be a little bit more agile and, and off their forehand so with that, as you would do in an arena, I would do a lot of um, gymnastics or maybe it could just be small bounces um, or even, uh, you know, again, small combination. The, the size of the fence I don't think is terribly important, but it has to be enough that the horse respects it. And I think it's very important to have, um, if it's a, a bounce, at least three um, three fences worth of, of uh, uh, sort of in the line. Uh, I think if you have a a bounce just comprised of two fences. The horse can sort of falling forward on their forehand still get through it. But um, by the time there's a third or fourth or fifth, certainly, um, it's very, very difficult for them to just sort of continuously fall through it. They have to learn then to start to rock back. So um, I would do my best to find a gentle slope at first, um, set up your gymnastic lines on it. Um, and then obviously as they go on, as they progress, you can go taller and on a more steep slope. Um, in competition, I do think that you would do your best um, to try to get as well balanced of a canter or if it's not going to happen at the canter at the time, which is often the case uh, when they're younger, is that maybe you just drop back to a trot so that um, you know that the jump that they're coming to, you're giving them the best shot at maintaining their balance, um, you know, in a, like I say, in a competitive environment. But mm. um, present them with it as much as you possibly can and um, in time, and again, with your body, keep a, you know, keep your body a little bit behind their center of gravity so that you're not uh, feeding into this uh, tendency to get on the forehand but when you're doing the when you're doing the grid work would you do that downhill would you do it uphill would you ever do it yeah, on I the would, side you of know, the hill I tell you if you've got um, if you've got the resources to do so I would actually probably do both I would bo do both going up and going down 
Um, I think you'd like to go down on a gentle slope at first, so they sort of get the idea, and then you could start to, you know, bring up that slope so it starts to get a little bit steeper. Um, but once they have the concept, and, and I tell you it's so incredibly important is to have at least three jumps worth of, of um, you know, stuff to work with, um, because that will really um, help show them how best to rebalance themselves more effectively. So it's, they're not just relying on your hand or your support for balance. And so they start to realize, okay, there's uh, all of this and, and you can sort of teach them a way that they can start to balance themselves. And that in the end, I think is the goal, right? So that you can yeah. do less and less and they can do more and more. And when you're out hacking, when you first get them, you said the, as babies, do you, um, do you hold them together quite a lot? Or do you just go on a fairly loose rein and let them figure it out for themselves? Um, I would say I would, I would try to keep them sort of reasonably round. So I'd have some sort of contact so that you have a means to communicate, um, on the sort of, when it comes to having a slope, I would tend to try and balance them at the top of the slope and then sort of let them be. And if they start to lose it a little bit, I'm not going to interfere too much, but if they start to really go down sort of the wrong road where they start to really quite fall forward and, and or get heavy or rigid or any of that, then, then certainly make a correction. Maybe it's just do a circle there or come back to a walk or trot or whatever it might be to whatever's necessary for them to sort of reset. Um, uh, and then, and then allow them again. Cause I think if you're supporting them every step of the way, they're never really going to learn how to do it themselves. So, uh, sort of get them in a position that they can, they should be able to do it themselves and then sort of allow it to happen. And uh, if it doesn't, no big deal, just, you know, bring them back in, in balance and then, let him go again. Well, there you go. And now, my two cents. Something I have found to be very useful is doing leg yields and shoulder in up and down the hill at a walk. I also like to go up and down the hills by going across them sometimes instead of straight up and down. Works a different group of muscles in the hindquarters. Now, keep in mind when doing this, I'm not going up really steep grades or cliffs or the Tevis Cup Trail. This is an appropriate exercise for the gentler hill. It's also really useful for folks who want to give their horse's hindquarters a healthy workout, but don't necessarily have a lot of training or riding experience. If you would like a question answered here on Horse Tip Daily, you can contact us via the website, horsetipdaily.com. There is a contact page right there. Ask your question and we will find do our best to find an expert to answer it. See you next time. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 